Hi, everybody. This is Michael Abernathy at the Times News, and I'm here with Morgan Lassiter, who is the public information officer. Is that the yeah. correct title? Yeah, with we, the... we do public information work out of my office. Um, it's the Office of Community Engagement. Thank you. Yeah, so we do a little bit of everything um, out of this office, but public information is definitely the most prevalent work we do. But with the city of Burlington. Yes. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks you're, for having me. You're here to talk about everything the city's doing uh, about uh, that little storm out there, Florence. Yeah. Yes, that storm's got us all working a little hard these days. <laughs> um, when did when did the city first start uh, kind of gearing up? Sure. Well, we started talking about it um, on Monday. I mean, even Sunday, we were we were talking amongst ourselves with staff. You know, we have the Carousel Festival that was coming up this weekend, so that really uh, kind of set off the conversation this past weekend, even when we started to see that this storm really was going to roll in and it was going to affect things. Um, So we had a meeting on Monday um, concerning the Carousel Festival, and then we've had a meeting this morning concerning emergency preparedness for citywide activities, even though departments have been preparing uh, even since Monday. And... Just if you hadn't seen it or heard it, the Carousel Festival is canceled this year. That is correct. Sad trombone. It is. It is. We were very disappointed. It is one of our favorite and and largest events in the city um, that takes much, much work to make happen and um, community partners that make it happen. And, you know, some of our community partners use it for fundraising. So it was not an easy decision, um, but we did feel like it was in the public's best interest to to keep everyone safe and uh, we definitely felt like we couldn't deliver the level of service that we like to in our events with uh, this weather coming in. So, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about what the city is gearing up for, and and how each of the departments are preparing. I know you sent out a release a little bit ago that laid that out. Yeah. So, I just want to dig into that a little bit. Sure. Well, I will say department wide, we are assessing our staff. You know, when things like this happen, you kind of need all hands on deck, uh, but you know that you can't use all the hands all the time. So you have to be strategic about uh, when you're going to utilize those resources. So all of our staff department heads have been looking at their staffing models, making sure they're able to allocate folks um, for a multi-day event. And so our police department has all of their staff on standby and they plan to bring folks in for 12-hour shifts as needed and even double up on uh, staffing in shifts if needed. Fire is doing a very similar thing. Um, our animal services department, they'll be serving the community by by taking displaced pets, so that will probably increase their intake. Mm-hmm. So um, where their staffing is not quite as deep of a bench as some of our other departments, they are relying heavily on their volunteer corps. When you say they're volunteers, that would be people who would foster to make room in the shelter for these displaced pets? It can be, yeah. Um, So when we know that we're going to have an increase in intake, um, we do push foster um, because that does free up space when an event happens for us to take in more animals if we need to. Um, So they are definitely doing that, um, but they also have a vast volunteer corps that comes in and cleans kennels Mm -hmm. or walks dogs or does the things that that they need to do in the shelter as well yeah let's go back to the fire in the in the release you mentioned something about uh hurricane preparation standard operating uh procedures procedures. Mm -hmm. what are some of those um well they of course go back and and continue to educate their staff and train their staff to make sure that they're aware of safety concerns that come with this type of an event 
Um, so they're doing some of that. A lot of it does go back to that staffing model that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a little different event than a lot of times we face here in uh, central North Carolina. Uh, snow, we kind of know how to handle some, somewhat. I know uh, folks who aren't from the South might not say that, but the the fire department has reached out to our lake staff mm-hmm. and they do have some um, boats that they um, have secured and they have equipped everything with um, water rescue mm-hmm. safety equipment as well. So we're preparing for the worst. And the worst, I guess, would be a combination of flooding and wind taking down trees and, and power lines yes. and possibly uh, damaging homes. Right. Yes. Yes. That's th- that, you know, being where we are in the state, those are some of the, the risk that that we really are thinking about um, is flooding and, um, of course, power outages for extended amounts of time. Um, and just, you know, that public safety proceeding with extra caution um, is what we're doing in all of our preparation. And, you know, we hope that our residents will do the same thing. Let's talk about the public works because there's there's a lot of <laughs> yes. there's a lot of activity yes. going on there. Let's see, we've got loaders and backhoes and chainsaws and dump dump trucks and all that kind of equipment. <laughs> Sounds like a little boy's dream, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they really, when they mobilize, the first thing that they do is they make sure their equipment is in tip-top shape. Um, they make sure everything is fueled, um, that it's running properly. So they've spent a lot of time you know making all making sure all those tools and those toys that they're working um and so they've been doing that a lot um and that really puts them at a great advantage when they need that stuff that it's readily accessible it's all ready mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. um do you know who's over uh, public works these days um well we're actively hiring for a public works director um but nolan kirkman yep. who's the new assistant city manager um is still functioning in that role at this point okay well poor nolan yes but thanks nolan <laughs> Thank and <you>. uh, <laughs> and thanks to all those out there how big is the public works staff do you know Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's one of our larger departments. I, I cut through to get to work. Uh, through Summit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I see them every day out there. Oh, yes, so. they 24 hours a day, those folks are working. This is something I thought was interesting, clearing the storm drainage system. Mm-hmm. So ahead of all this possible flooding and, gosh knows, 17 inches of rain maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope not. Um clearing the heads of pipes and bridges and catch basins they have been out there you know moving debris that they can get out of the way so that it does clear uh, those systems to really be able to move the water through this city as fast as it can mm-hmm. um, when it does come down um, our water resources department is is also checking um, you know our major sewer lines too and and doing those things a generator at the water treatment plant so that will have clean water. Yes, very important. Yeah, there is a built-in generator at Lake McIntosh water plant um, and staff is, you know, ready ready to, to switch if we need to, to, to that plant to be our main plant. And then uh, there's this final reminder, um, well, two final things, where uh, it's, it's the county that's in charge of shelters. Right. And so they're going to, if they, if they open shelters, it's going to be through the county, not the city. Correct. Yeah, the county initiates the shelters, and it's through their emergency management department. And and the number that you can reach them is 336-227-1365. 
227-1365, and that is at... And I actually just received a media release from the county's public information officer that they are initiating the first shelter, it looks like, at Lamb's Chapel, located at the Hall River campus in Hall River, North Carolina. Um, And it looks like that's going to happen on the 13th um, at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Thursday. Correct. Correct. Um, And we have talked a little bit today about the shelter openings. Uh, I know Burlington City facilities are getting a fair amount of calls. Our staff are fielding a fair amount of calls. I know the library has fielded some as well, um, and the county. Um, So my understanding is, you know, shelter sites are known. um, They're Mm -hmm. pre-planned, and they're initiated when needs rise, is when you kind of reach a certain threshold of when folks are needing shelter. Um, And so that that threshold must be met, um, that we're starting to see that influx. I know that we've had a couple of calls from some of our city staff saying that folks from the coast were were here and we're coming we're lo- here we're looking for shelters so, all right so it looks like we are initiating our first one well good well i'm glad we can do that for people yeah who and need a, it. yeah another thing to mention about that is that while this shelter is not pet friendly um there are systems in place where you can arrive at the shelter with your pet and the pet will be transported to animal services um our burlington facility and will be taken care of there Great. Great. And then the last thing, uh, if people want to get notifications from the city about traffic and closures and all anything related to Hurricane Florence, um, there's a link here. It's really long. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a very long link. What's the good way to get to it? So the best way to get to it is if you go to the city of Burlington's homepage, which is www.burlingtonnc.gov, there's an alert bar at the top. It's the same alert bar that we use when there's a snow storm or we need updates. Mm-hmm. Um, and so folks can click on that alert bar and that's where I'll be updating any information as it comes in with closures or um, anything the public needs to know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you- I do I do have to mention our social media accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll be heavily using those as well through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, and our police department runs a pretty robust twitter account um where they have our communication center sending out a lot of stuff so mm-hmm. even if um you know some of us are sleeping at night there are telecommunicators working um and so as flood uh, roads are flooding or there are wrecks in areas um our telecommunications department is utilizing that twitter account to get stuff out is there any i guess time that the city is looking to have to go Oh, the storm's going to hit. Is it 10 o'clock Thursday night or is it 8 o'clock Friday morning? I know it's a ways out, so we don't really know. But is there a guess right now? Yeah, I think, you know, we have weather briefings with um, the weather service. And uh, we all kind of huddle in a room together with representatives from all departments and watch it together. And that informs if we're going to, you know, make some changes to our plans or we're going to move things up or we're going to move things back um but we very much function like the residents where you're kind of watching and um i would say that we are preparing with an abundance of caution and it even looks like the timetable maybe has uh moved back from the last weather briefing that we did yesterday so that you know that gives us maybe a little more time maybe not we're gonna just kind of sit and wait and be ready when it happens yeah I guess we all will. Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you, Morgan. Yeah, thank And you. thanks. Thanks to everybody with the city um, and all our first responders and people that are going to be on high alert. 
yes. this week and this weekend. Yes, um, well, give them a wave if you see them pass by your home because they'll they'll need it. Yeah, <laughs> we all really appreciate them, yeah. and we appreciate you and and everybody with the city. Well, thank you. So, um, thanks, and you can get free access right now to the timesnews.com and the paywalls down anything you need to read about or want to find out about um you can find it there and we are using the hashtag btn now to release news and information for for uh local updates on hurricane florence yeah so. and we're we're going to join in with that hashtag too if that's okay and include Please that do. okay thanks great. the more the merrier good <laughs> um thank you again morgan yeah thank you